me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this, the only haunted man I know. Jason. Hello. So, this episode we are going to talk about Arrow 405, Haunted. The uh, one we've been waiting for. Yeah, man. We got Constantine back for just a minute. Yeah. I was so bittersweet. It broke my heart watching this episode. It did, man. Every time I saw him, I was just so thankful. And and just, we'll say this right off the bat, they fucking got the music. They did. They brought in the theme. They brought in the the Constantine theme. Pulled that in every time. And they pulled out the little plucky ethereal harpsy thing every time they wanted to, um, it brought him back on screen. I was so happy with that. It was good, man. It that's was a true, good. that's true commitment to a crossover too. When you actually bother going back for the, 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 prop, the appropriate scoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we basically start out this episode with Sarah running around like attacking people, right. like victims. Uh, you, you think she's saving somebody for just a second until she starts like yelling in tongues at people, right? Um, <laughs> or what was it in Aramaic or something? They said I don't even remember. No, Aramaic um, was the speech he had. I think it was in um, I can't remember. It's one of the Middle Eastern languages. Yeah. Now uh, they did. They 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 we 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 talked about this in the news over the summer, and they have now officially brought in Alex Davis, the political strategist for Oliver. Mm-hmm. Um. Dude knows his shit. He says, you know, you need to distance yourself from Laurel Lance. And I'm like, I like it. <laughs> you're like, cool. When you're done talking to Oliver, would you go talk to the writers? <laughs> I did enjoy it, though. Like, Oliver asks him, are you old enough to vote, Alex? And Thea right. goes, I owned, a, I owned a bar and, was, and, was even old, and wasn't even old enough to drink. <laughs> I Yeah. Oh my god! I I mean I'm, I've enjoyed Oliver as a candidate so far. I mean his uh, you know his speeches have been moving. He's got the nice little office with the United message and everything. But what he's been talking mm-hmm. to people about his campaign, he's been uh, I've I've enjoyed his attitude. Right, I've enjoyed that. He's very much going to do this the way he wants to do it. Hmm. Um. I kind of want to get out of. Uh, I kind of want to get through some some stuff before we get into Constantine. Okay. Um. I am really sick of the Sarah Quentin Laurel arguments. Just in general, yeah. Just in general, like I don't ever want to hear them bitching at each other uh, ever again. Just lance um, on Lance violence. That needs to. <laughs> we need a moratorium <laughs> on that. Um, maybe my favorite line of the entire episode. This is your overlord, Felicity Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> 
We have a PA system? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we do. Oh, there's a whole bit where like Quentin Lance goes to goes to John Diggle and explains to him he needs his help and he explains to him we we get the exact same scene pretty much he had with Ollie like last week or whatever. Right. And Diggle comes to the same, like, he's like, oh, you're working with Dark. And he's like, well, let me explain. And he explains. Again, we hear the same story again, why he's working with Dark. Slight, you know, variation on it. You know, a little more uh, in-depth, a little more in detail. Yeah. And Diggle comes to the same exact uh, conclusion that Ollie did, decides to work with Lance. Right. That's fine. But that was a scene we could have traded for more Constantine. Right. <laughs> Or any time well, Laurel was talking about her feelings. Any time Laurel was talking about anything, really. That could have um, been. That could have been more Constantine. Yeah, Laurel in this episode more than any episode previously, and probably heretofore, is mm-hmm. the worst. This is the worst I've ever seen her character. Yep. All the fuck over the place. I mean, obviously she starts in uh, delusional Laurel. I want to save my sister land, no matter how good or ba- a good or bad an idea it is. And, I mean, it, mm-hmm. yeah, at this point, like, her dad is derisively talking to her about that decision. Just, oh, yeah, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I was too weak to pull the trigger, but I'm saying some people would be alive right now if I had. Like, he's coping with this whole... Yeah. The idea that he should have murdered his daughter is not as crazy as it... I mean, it, well, I mean, he's he's dealing with it because he's rational, at least compared to Laurel. But, man, well, by the she, end of the episode, she's going to kill her. Well, she brings Thea to Nanda Parbat, right? Right. And she says, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out how to fix you. And then we'll also figure out how to fix Sarah. Right. Okay. But during the court, like, as far as I know, Laurel does not know that Thea is just killing folk every once in a while to to feed her bloodlust. So (laughs) that means that Laurel never found out and never knew and never cared to ask how they fixed Thea. Right. Which makes her just selfish. I think she knew, though, because, like, Thea and Merlin had that conversation in Laurel's bedroom. Like, woke her up out of bed. I mean, I'll give her the credit that, like, maybe she wasn't awake yet, wasn't really paying attention. Right. She's still dreaming about unicorns or something, but... Unicorns with pill addictions. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know what Laurel dreams of. I don't. <laughs> I, I really don't. But, uh, yeah, so... I mean, she she's yelling at Ollie, saying like, and I kind of thought maybe it was a good argument, but she was like, "You didn't tell me that you were going to bring back Thea, and didn't tell me that there was a possibility that I could bring back Sarah." Well, that was there was a good reason behind it, Laurel, and she's like, "You don't see me as an equal," and I'm like, "Okay, well, you're not right." Well, that that's the thing is, it, I'm happy with Oliver's choice to treat her that way, but she's so the hell not. He's got so much more experience than her. Like, yeah, she can't just usurp the, the entire, the entirety of the show is has been Oliver learning how to be better at you know being a vigilante. She's got he's got mm-hmm. four seasons under his belt. She's got about one. Come on, man. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, she's a hell of a fighter for one season worth of uh, of being a black canary, but less even. I'll give her that. But come on, right. as a strategist, who do you, who's got more experience dealing with this crap? And the, the other literally part that killed me, everyone, literally everyone on the show. Who is not Laurel has well, more experience. Yeah, yeah, probably. She has absolutely the least amount of experience. Yeah, even including Thea, even, probably. In, yeah, including at some Thea point, because Thea got trained by Merlin, Merlin was training her way before Laurel was, you know, 
shadow boxing over here with Ted Grant or whatever his name was. Right. I, and uh, was it Ted Grant? Is that his name? Uh, it sounds right now that you've said it. I think For some so. Reason. Okay, yeah, no, I'm thinking of Ted Knight. I'm like, why does that sound like the dude from Mary Tyler Moore? No, that was Ted Knight. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was Baxter. Anyway, the, um, maybe the, it was. Maybe it was. Yeah. That was Ted Baxter. Ted Baxter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. God, um, there's, there's only so your, many Teds you can have in your life. There's your trivia for the day, guys. <laughs> hey, but it, there's a moment when she's out there bitching Ollie out in the hallway. Um, part of it is like she. He's she gets onto him for not worrying about her feelings about something, and I kind of I I wanted to stop and yell at the television like, no, Laurel, no one gives a fuck about your feelings uh, regarding how you feel about this situation that you created against everyone's advice. If if Oliver Merlin and your dad all agree that something is a terrible idea, please stop. Please stop and think about it. Those aren't mm-hmm. people that are supposed to all agree on something, right? By the way, can I just say I did look it up. I had to. Uh huh. It was Ted Knight. Playing the role of Ted Baxter. Interesting. That makes sense. Also, the guy that went, Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. (laughs) (laughs) That was Frank Walker. Yeah, it was Ted Knight, too. Ted Knight, I think, did it first. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The legendary Frank Walker. Um, Yeah, uh, I, I could go on for a minute about how bad Laurel was, but... Do, I mean, do we need to exposit that? That she's just, she was so over... And there was one moment in the hallway where I thought she did a pretty good job of, of actually mm-hmm. playing the scene. I thought, you know, Katie did a good job. But the rest of it's just... I'm not sh- I'm not even sure it's Katie Cassidy's fault. I don't know whose it is. I don't no. care anymore. I just, she's so... She is a dumpster fire of a character. <laughs> it's like they can't figure out a good reason for her to do anything. Oh, man. It's bad. <laughs> It's like one of those lies you tell that ends up being a, a it just the 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 web keeps weaving and you just can't get back out of it and yeah. it turns into a freaking sitcom episode but it, it uh it, something has gone way off the rails. Yeah, it's bad though. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess we could I just eventually kind of want them to be like, "You know what? No, I'm just selfish. I just wanted my sister back." Yeah, that'd be nice, because it's the only reasonable explanation for this behavior. Now, granted, and this is where we're not going to get that, because she got away with it. Because Oliver, you know, was owed a favor by a a fucking petty dabbler. The only reason she got away with it. I'd like like to know what they were going to do if they couldn't get Constantine, which barely happened. Yeah. They had to rearrange production order, for God's sake, which is really hard to do. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even... As much as I loved Constantine in this episode, I didn't really buy the whole fantasy castle sequence where like they, they pull her out of the fake pit. I, yeah, that was weird. That it was, was weird. weird. I didn't care. I got to watch him sword fight during the, during the whole thing. With a guy that fought distinctly kind of looked like Rage while he was fighting. <laughs> a little bit. He did. I had the arm back and everything. It reminded me of the scene uh, where Oliver gets kicked off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't completely down with it, but, you know, Constantine oh, over there... Here- being him it saved it um i did laugh when thea looked down at her phone and oliver's calling her and she's like nope passing on the judgment for tonight (laughs) i'm like well that's funny and then she gets attacked which is why he was calling her i'm like you're just as stupid as laurel is aren't you right i wish they would like come to understand that yes oliver's a dick but there's a reason why he does everything 
<sighs> no, the most excited about I, I well, I had said that the the bloodlust, which I think is really just a vampire storyline, was the most excited I'd been about Thea in a while, and that's still true. But mm-hmm. for a second, I had a lot of false hope, and then uh, it, at the very end of the episode, she walks up to Oliver and says, "Like, oh, well, he's a very specific kind of yummy." Referring to Constantine, and I, I freaked out, going, "Oh my God! Please let him be the love interest of this season. That'd be great." <laughs> if if Thea has to have right. a boyfriend every season, which is completely unnecessary, if she has to have one though, let it be him. Yeah, yeah. Just make Thea the new Zed. Yeah, that'd be great. I loved. I I really loved Oliver's little reaction that. that oh come on. Yeah. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear hear you say right. that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the brother reaction right there. Oh, oh no, not no. Oh. Now, real quick before we really before we jump into Constantine, um, I really loved Diggle and Lance breaking into that facility the entire sequence. Yep, like him finding the him finding uh, Andy's file. Him, you know, Lance beating the hell, like, pistol whipping him, and being like, "I caught this hacker." Blah blah blah. But yeah. you actually have to hit me. It wouldn't have looked real if I hadn't. That was all fun. And Diggle actually kind of a touching understood. scene at the, I liked at the end of all that. End. It was, it was yeah. good. It was really good. Like, you know, I thought they both did a great job. God. Andy's a piece of shit. Appar- okay. Apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, what does he say? A thank you, detective. And he, what's that line? Like, uh, I got punched. Doesn't deserve a thank you. And then, mm-hmm. That, that interchange alone, I thought, okay, I'll forgive you for, repeating an entire discussion I had last week earlier. Mm, I, I won't go that far. But. <laughs> no, did I, I had trouble getting my head around it, but watching Sarah while she's been, uh, you know, soulless and feral, uh-huh. the only thing I could think of to describe, like watching her fight, she fights like a drunk tiger. <laughs> it's, it's weird and visceral and kind of fun and satisfying to watch, but she it doesn't look like there's all that much technique. It just looks rampant and really effective and you know you and i talked about this like we uh one of the first things we had to talk about was later in the episode when it turns out she's trying to find thea like you had been thinking during the episode the whole time man these extras really look like thea Hmm. yeah yeah i hope they put a pin on that one soon because that's gonna be real weird if that doesn't end up being it okay there we go right but you know i'm i'm okay What, what, what did you say she looks like a drunken tiger i said drunken tiger Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense, kind of. I mean, I, I welcome any always, other similes. Well, I mean, it makes a little sense. Laurel looks like a drunken meerkat when she's fighting. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, a little bit like a badger on meth. I, can, I, can I just say, I think this is one of my favorite things Damien Dark has said so far. When Lance comes in to report to him and, and he hands him the thing to do and he goes, and Lance just stands there for a second and he's like, are you sticking around for a cupcake or something? Yeah. <laughs> so far, Damien Dark has been 100% genuine distilled entertainment. They they've they dripped it in triple filtered entertainment and, and put it through the little process and they made Damien Dark. I fucking loved him so far. I don't want him to go mm-hmm. away at the end of the season. I like I want him to be around for a minute. Me too. Like I kind of hope at the end of the season they think they kill him and the the stinger for the for you know four twenty two end or whatever is is it him kind of re- getting revived and made more powerful in a certain way and then we get another whole. I'll take a reboot. I, I will do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I love Neil McDonough. I've said it over and over on the show. Yeah. We've been. I, I love Neil McDonough. 
I, I was happy when he was cast. I didn't care about Damian Dark. Like, I was actively annoyed last season that Damian Dark was even mentioned because I'm like, oh, God, that's yeah. going to be the guy next time. Yeah. I, I, was, I did not want another Rayshawn Ghoul. I did not want another League of Assassins and all that bullshit. Yeah, we thought we were going to get some, you know, one of the militaristic kind of vibe again. <laughs> Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever Baron Von not Nazi is up to, then we've got that going on there, I guess. But and by the way, he's been actually a lot of fun so far. Baron, yeah, That's... Baron Ryder. Yeah, I just haven't. Yeah, I haven't had any feelings about him whatsoever so far. Well, the couple of times I've seen him, he's done a really good job. Like he's he's been you know appropriately dark and evil esque. Yeah, it just and, I, um, I'm still it's not his fault. I'm still judging him a little bit for not being at all like the character that was uh, as it previously existed. Oh, that's on me, you know, kind of not really. Yeah, it's really on the writers, but it's on me for not getting over it to watch the show. But we I haven't mean, done much you know, with him yet. Well, look, There'll man. I mean, here here's the thing. I mean, they they took a character a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They took a character called the Flash and gave him a different name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was still called the Flash, and he still had the same powers. But he was a different character, and he acted differently. Right. And that seemed to work out fine. <laughs> right. So they assumed from now on that that was possible. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. I know it is. And for God's sake, everyone knew who Jay, or people knew who Jay Garrick was, and they cared. So <laughs> yeah, but like you, you take the flat, you take the code name and transfer it over and keep some of the qualities and it, that I can deal with. This was just you took the you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't take the code name, you just took the name. Yeah, okay. And didn't do anything did, thematically. Well, there's some thematic related, but not a lot. Did we already talk about how stupid it was that Laurel was just suddenly ready to kill Sarah? I alluded to it, but okay. Outright, we should just say that's fucking ridiculous. Like she carried a gun with her. Yeah, yeah. And this is like five seconds after she's, or like five minutes after she's like deriding Quentin for like walking in and finding him standing there with right. a gun. That in a Sarah's previous head. scene, she's still standing up for her decision to do this and still, you know, rolling her eyes mm-hmm. at her dad's suggestion that he might have made a poor decision. And then she brings mm-hmm. a gun along because I guess she's kind of already thinking that. I don't know. They didn't fucking expound anything well with that. Yeah. But screw it because we've got Constantine. Constantine now, in the past and Constantine in the present. Oh, and then even when we get Constantine, now this is it. This is it in a nutshell, right? Laurel, here's her sister in the little uh, MC Usher room, right? Here's her mm-hmm. sister, runs in, they all come through the outside. Not five seconds pass, she hears the scream, and Laurel starts to run again. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's a... That kind of idiocy, that's Laurel in a nutshell right there. It's not a, a, a mentally underrated Pavlovian nightmare. That's what she fucking is right now. I'm sorry, Stephen Amell, but I agree with him. <laughs> and the real the real tragedy of this episode is that there's so much terrible Laurel right. that we actually, as Arrow fans, feel ashamed for the Constantine fans to have seen it. Yeah. For there the was people a... who just never saw Arrow and came over purely to see Constantine. There was a rating spike. Going... It, it looked like there was probably at least a couple hundred thousand people. Um yeah, at least. and they're all going, what the hell is this woman doing on the show? Right. Like, they're all like, don't want him to end up on Arrow now because they've seen her and think, well, if this is what you're doing mm-hmm. with these characters, I mean, you've, you've managed to destroy the Black Canary. I don't think I want you handling Constantine. Yeah, yeah. It's Best case scenario in my mind is that he, should, he winds up on The Flash or Legends of Tomorrow and just stays. I, w- I would really love Legends of Tomorrow, probably. Um, he was fun. I liked him and Oliver, though, but... Eh. 
Hey, we'll, I'll take him wherever we get See, him. Frankly, in my in my mind, he he's this universe's Spike. He can just show up whenever he wants between any of them and just have some fun and move on. Right. Um. Now, before I, we completely, I love that he required. A, okay. G- what? I uh, the fair play on Holt's jacket. Do what? I I I'm trying to find it to verify. I'm pretty sure I saw fair play though on. Uh, yeah, yeah, down the right sleeve of of. Uh, Michael Holt's jacket, giant fair play. Mm, yeah. Just loving it. We haven't stopped to talk about how Echo Kellum was still doing a fantastic job, so there's that now. Yeah, he's I, amazing. Yeah, and we him, talk about that every him, episode, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Him on about 6,000 milligrams caffeine was a lot of fun, too. <laughs> you're not even, what'd you tell him? You're not even allowed to even say the words you need to drink while you're at this company. It's okay. I think I'm done eating it. I'm having maybe a mild cardiac event, but I found the thing. Yeah. I, I do. I dig him a lot. I, I've really enjoyed seeing him play out in this in the season so far. Right. Um, Curtis Holt. I called him Michael. I don't know why they call him Curtis. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know why it's Curtis, but... Eh, fuck, I don't okay. care. <laughs> He's doing a fine job. Let's keep it. Keep it rolling, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> Back to the thing we were actually Constantine. excited about. Constantine. Right. All right. So it was goofy, and I don't understand why, but it made me laugh. Perfectly okay with uh, him using a dead peacock feather to scratch his back. It it did amuse me. It did. <laughs> that cocky bastard just wasting somebody else's time because he thought it was a. He's taking the piss, as he would say. Um. I, yeah. I I love that. Um. He handcuffed Ollie, and Ollie got out and went. I can do that trick too. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> No, look, I loved how we found him. Like when and when when you meet Constantine in this uh well in this universe, I guess really. When you meet him in the episode, he is somewhere he's not supposed to be, taking mm-hmm. a beating and asking strangers for a cigarette. Check, check and check. Right? It's just the it's just <laughs> how you do that. I, I I saw that and thought, well, if that's where we're going, I think the writers have got this under control. Yeah, like, well, at least they watched they watched Constantine enough to know. Right. Yeah, and uh, Matt Ryan was saying it took him a second to kind of get it get it back. He um, he kind of he said he put the trench coat on and it took him a couple scenes to kind of find the body posture and everything. But once he got back into it, it was the old shoe kind of thing. Ah, oh, there he is, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I didn't see any any real difference. I assume um, the first thing they shot was him taking the phone call because his hair is slightly different and it can be shot separately. So I I, I gathered they did that part separately, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bethany was certain that, um, I don't remember if that was this episode or not, but that's my girlfriend. Uh, Bethany <laughs> was certain that her hair, or his hair was different uh, than it was in the show, Constantine. It was a little bit. It's a little bit. I mean, he had to, I, he's getting ready to do a play with Keira Knightley, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the name of it. It's two French words that I can't remember. But gotcha. he was getting ready to do a play. I assume there's a... I assume he's got some restrictions for what he can do to his hair in the like four weeks he had to take off, or I don't know how long he took off to do this. It was a minute, a couple weeks, maybe. Right. I don't know. But I'm sure that director told him he better not come back with an entirely different, you know, set of hair. Yeah. Now, uh, man. Okay. First of all, I love that he he uh, that he's the reason that Oliver has that one set of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. That was a really. I, I mean, it, we got under the writers a lot. This is not one of those occasions. Good job, guys. Now, one thing I was disappointed in was that, that we did not get anything about magic having its cost. Yeah, I mean, is, that's clear. It's been clear looking at like 
all the shit that's been going down. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they just, maybe we already knew that with the Lazarus Pit. But yeah, we thought there'd yeah. be some huge sacrifice he'd have to do to do a, what do you call it, a restatorium? Restatitum? Restorium. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, nope. You just gotta go to a you know magic fake castle and pull somebody out of the water and pull a girl out of a Lazarus pit somewhere. Yep. I, the Whatever. only like the only cost of that ceremony was the tiny piece of Felicity's dignity that she lost when she realized she had been taken and brought a peacock feather for no reason. <laughs> it's the only thing I saw that was in any way deleted. But well, I'm on the side of the angels, mate. Yeah. At least when they're not screwing me over. Right. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, Manny, yeah. No, we're not going to do anything with it. Yeah. If it's not going to get, I'd, we've said this before, though, I'd, I'd take a comic book. I'd take like a, you know, yeah. you know the way Firefly kind of did, right? I'd take a few of those. Yeah. I'd like I mean, to be I'd slightly take it, better, but. Uh, yeah. But now, uh, so yeah, like, they, they didn't even, they didn't give us a lot of Constantine. That was the whole thing. Like, there were whole bits in this show that could have been cut just to give us more Constantine. Right. But uh, and obviously that would have made us very happy. Way. Yes, just make this ep- an episode of Constantine, right? Starring Oliver. <laughs> but um, a <laughs> couple of things that really made me happy though is that like Constantine has heard of Damien Dark and basically told Oliver leave town, right? Um, <laughs> uh, it, and, and he does. As soon as he, he says this, his name too. There, just fear. You see a, a tiny the, the the voice of panic somewhere in the back of his eyes as soon as he hears the name. And Oliver goes, oh, you've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> he just, I'm really loving Oliver a lot more this season. You would not have seen yeah. previous season Ollie sit there and, and, and kind of shake his head. Like, oh, that means you've heard of him, right? That's not a... Previous seasons, he would have just continued to look dour and said, you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Right. No. No, no, no. This is much better. <laughs> so much better. Yep. We wouldn't have gotten the line about, I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that. No way. Yeah. Now, here's here's the best part about the Constantine bit, mm-hmm. um, and they did they did experience a spike in ratings. So um, mm-hmm. fingers crossed here, guys. Mm-hmm. But um, it's about a tenth of a share. So, they're, so after the episode, they're kind of uh, they're arguing about who owes who a favor and everything. And Oliver says, "How about we just say, whenever you need me, whenever <laughs> when uh, wherever whenever you need me, I'll be there." Right. As far as I'm concerned, that opens it up a little bit. Like we can just. Keep having more Constantine. And I feel like they wrote that in very specifically. Because otherwise, why, why are they going on about who owes who a favor? Uh, who cares? But I agree. You know something else that would be fun, though, is that means that they've also opened up things that were going to be present in Constantine. Like, how much would you love to be watching Flash and Dr. Fate shows up behind him? Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd make me a very happy camper. I'm actually somewhat wondering if Damien Dark was going to show up on on Constantine. Ooh, that'd be a fun way to renew him, though. Like they think they kill him, and at the end of the season uh, four here, going into season five, he he gets the fel- the fate helmet. Mm-hmm. So we get Dark and the fate helmet going into season five. Is anyone listening? <laughs> heed Arrow Riders, heed us, Christberg Miracle. We'll even take you, Speedweed. <laughs> it's gonna be our new motto heed us <laughs> heed our words all right i don't know how much i have god we were excited we were very happy yeah i was very happy i plan on watching constantine i mean sorry arrow this episode again 
probably whenever I get a chance to the next time. Like right. as soon as I get another chance to, which may not come for a while. Right. You know, but, if, um, if I get a hold of the DVD and and um, you know, in like two years when they finally release the DVD to this season, uh, mm-hmm. maybe get it, rip it. Do a little. I'll, I'll cut you a version of of uh, episode four hundred five haunted delorealized. I'll cut you that. <laughs> It'll be like a oh. eighteen minute show. You'll have a wonderful time. I I don't know if it's worth all that. <laughs> oh, in a couple of years when you've forgotten about the episode, you'll enjoy it. Right. Yeah. I don't. You know. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure I could ask you to do that, man. I'm not sure I could, because that would mean that you'd have to sit down and actually like watch all those Laurel scenes enough to cut them out, and that would be terrible for you. That would hurt a little bit. Maybe by then we'll we'll have moved on. They'll figure out what the hell they're going to do with this character, and we'll be reminiscing about the the old days when they just didn't have it right yet. Yeah, but um, I doubt it. It is my sincere hope that Laurel just becomes the best character in the show. It really is. See, yeah, I mean, it, nothing no. nothing would make me happier. Sure, never going to happen. No. <laughs> no. Not a chance. Constantine has a better chance of being renewed. Right. On NBC. Yeah. On that being w- said. On Wednesday night yeah. at 8 o'clock, then we do have getting a, a, a workable Laurel. I would take workable. Right. I mean, that, but, you know, that being said, anyone who wants to, I mean, you don't have to redo. Constantine, you could just start up Hellblazer. Um, That's true. H- HBO, mm-hmm. Netflix, anyone? Anybody. For God's sake. Stars, for fuck's sake. You came back for Ash. Uh, yeah, you came back for Ash, dude. Oh, we could do a crossover. Let's do Ash Ash versus Constantine. <laughs> I don't think Ash would come out okay on that one. <laughs> I'd be willing. Oh, they would have to, like, you know, team up or something. Yeah. Can't you just see it, though? Bruce Campbell cocking his boomstick. Hey, Blondie, <laughs> bite me. <laughs> and gone over there. <laughs> what do we tell him? Not today, son. <laughs> oh, God. We've got to wrap this up. <laughs> uh, maybe we won't mention Constantine as much in the future, because I think we've probably hit that mark. I think we've we've probably saturated it. But yeah, Maybe this probably. got it out of our system. I don't know. It's just... And when a show's cut down in, in its prime, it's hard. It's hard to forget. It is. I'm going to go buy a 40 right. and pour it. <laughs> okay. We're DC on screen. And we are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Um, if you would like a similar podcast, you can check out uh, Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall, our friends, over at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or mcucast.com. Also, you can find all of our stuff at dconscreen.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Um we will be coming up in a couple of days with uh, some new and a new blah, 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 a news episode. <laughs> and, a news uh, episode. <laughs> I fumbled. <laughs> um, we'll have a news episode, and um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So come on back, subscribe, talk to us, bring it on tell in, tell us stuff, tell us stuff, and be nice we'll, to we'll us. Tell and you we'll tell you stuff. Talk about you. On the show, and no, no, we, we'll all be friends. You can be mean if you feel like we deserve it. We'll we'll have a nice sit down about it, have a chat. Well, as we mentioned in the Flash episode, you know we're gonna try to be like Cisco. We'll be nice to you if you're nice, and if you're not, we're we'll be well adjusted and mean back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll try, but being right. inherently not as cool as Cisco, we can only strive. 
we can only really rip you a new one and just leave you there laying in the in the dust there. So, <laughs> anyway, or get owned. Either way. <laughs> All right, guys. Keep some DC on your screen. It's clear we're going to. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.